Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. And we're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Lance's House of Sports. And we're ready to get our groove on because we've been waiting for this all day. We're back at school and... It is the last thing that we want to be doing right now, and the only thing that I want to be doing today, and the only thing I've been thinking about is this podcast, because I can't wait to get back, and I'm here with my boy, Ben Gabriel. Are you ready to get started? Of course I'm ready. (laughs) Of course I'm ready. You know uh, what we were going to start off with? um, We were telling the viewers last week that we were going to talk about the NFL Honors Awards, um, who won it last year, who we think are the favorites to win it this year, uh, our predictions, as well as um, some top rookies to look out for this uh, upcoming season. But we got to take a pit stop and we got to reverse course a little bit with some news coming out a few days ago with a Ryan Day press conference moving from Tuesday, which was the expected date, back to Monday. And it was all about what everyone expected, the QB competition at Ohio State, Devin Brown and Kyle McCord. So what everyone was expecting, though, at the press release, you know, is he going to name a starting quarterback? I mean, season's what? Less than two weeks away now? But that was not what he did. First reactions to that? I like it. You like it? Yeah, I like it. It's a little, like, it's like a little chess game. <laughs> you think so? Keep Indiana guessing. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, were, who were walking out on that field? Okay. I mean, they're going to have no film. They got no film on Devin Brown. They don't really have film on Kyle McCord. I mean, because Devin Brown didn't even play in the spring game. Yeah. Wasn't available. That's why no one really knows what to expect if it were to be Devin Brown lacing up the uh, the shoes against Indiana on September 2nd. Holy cow, that is right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But, it's exciting stuff. But, I mean, we've been talking about this for a little bit already. I mean, he, he said in the press release that both of these guys have been neck and neck. They've been the exact same almost, and that there ha- no one's really gained an edge over the other. But something that was interesting to me that popped out was when he talked about how they might just have to end up going with, if these guys are state struggling to get this out right now, but if they do stay even throughout these next couple of weeks going into the season, that he might just have to end up going with the guy that has more grit, that has more heart, that shows more fight, that has that leadership, and just kind of gives that uh, competitive edge and has that winning winning swagger, I guess is the way to perfect way to describe it for him. And you would think by now, if he were to be talking about someone like that, it were to be Kyle McCord, but it is not. I think it's Devin Brown. Yeah. Kyle McCord's been in the program for five years. Is that right? I Has it like, been five years yeah, now? Yeah, he's a I think he's a redshirt senior now. Holy. My thing is if he's been in the program for that long, he should if he was that good, he should have easily taken the number one job. Yeah. Over, you know, a redshirt freshman or a true freshman. A true freshman. Is he? True freshman. Devin Brown? Yeah. Or redshirt? He might be a redshirt freshman. I don't know. That stuff always confuses me nowadays, I swear. But either way, I mean, it's not a good look for Kyle McCord, in my opinion. Yeah. He should have won this job by now. I mean, now that we're sitting at a point that we are now, because let's be honest, I don't know what either of them. I've only seen a little bit of film from Kyle McCord in the minimal time he's played with us at Ohio State. And then, I mean, you see some minimal Devin Brown tape, but I don't. You can't take much out of that because no. it's high school football. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. They're both five stars. We should yeah. be fine. You yeah. Know? Like, the only thing that I disagree with with a lot of, of Ohio State fans is when they say, if you say you have two quarterbacks, you have zero quarterbacks. Because I don't know if I exactly agree with that. 
because it's always good to have fantastic backup that you. I mean, we've had three, you know. Yeah. Who yeah. We we've been through this before. JT, Dwayne. I mean, it was just, I mean, that was the craziest season when we won it with Braxton Miller, got injured, moved on to JT Barrett, had that loss against Virginia Tech early, came back, um, nearly got us into the playoffs, and then he got injured against Michigan. Yeah. And then it was up to the third string Cardell Jones. And at one point, that's we a had, perfect example. At one point, we had Joe Burrow, Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins, and JT Barrett. Yeah. So. I don't want to hear that argument. Yeah, I agree. We had four I think, quarterbacks. I think we need. I think we need to. I think fans need to relax a little bit. Yeah. About. I mean, I get it. The season's right around the corner, but when we look at the beginning of the schedule for the Buckeyes this season, we're talking at Indiana, which what did you say the spread was for twenty nine? <laughs> that speaks for itself. That's a lock. And then you go back, <laughs> and then you go back home for a couple weeks, and you're facing Youngstown State and Western Kentucky before you get ready for a big fight on the road against Notre Dame. We should go to that game. <laughs> you want to? South Bend. I might be working. You yeah. work Saturdays? No. Yeah, for sure. Until the end of September. Oh, damn. Yeah, for the Buckeye game. Yeah. I'll probably be at the casino that night. <laughs> you guys hear this and remember. <laughs> it's probably where I'll be. But So they got three weeks to make this decision on what they want to do. Or almost a month, basically, because we still got a week until week one as we're hitting week zero right now. So it's up to, obviously, it's up to the staff to decide, and you got to trust that Ryan Day, who's known for developing quarterbacks, um, is going to make the right decision and is going to do what's best for the team. Yeah. And one thing I like about it is if he picks one guy and he doesn't do well, like, I don't think he's going to have a problem taking him out. Yeah. Because, like, coaches in the past, I feel like, have, like, too much loyalty to a quarterback. The only coach that really doesn't is Nick Saban. But I don't know... <laughs> Remember Jalen Hurts? He just I know exactly yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. In the national championship yeah. game? Doesn't yeah. get more crazier than that. Yeah, they were undefeated up until that point. Something, <laughs> something you know. But I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like because I don't want him to start a guy and just leave him in even if he's playing is, shit. It is a gigantic difference between playing against your own guys every day for however many months they've been getting ready for the season now compared to going up against real competition that you haven't seen them, they haven't seen you, all you see is tape. But it's a new season. So even though if one player may be overperforming just a tad bit in practice over the other and he's starting, that may not be the case in the games. Yeah. And that's why I was also thinking when Ryan Day's talking about he wants the guy that has that it factor, that has that like winning mentality, that leadership, like I don't know if he's gonna be able to figure that out until they face some, you know, some adversity in their season. And I don't even see that happening until week four against Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna lose to western kentucky or no no i'm Indiana. not i mean i'm not worried about those games at all i'm just excited yeah. because they're here yeah no i'm but excited but either the quarterback, quarterback could go out in yeah. those games and play well i, I week agree four 100%. will be the first week you see like who's Some talk actually good yeah 100 yeah. i'm glad we can leave off on that note um <laughs> before we move on to the pros now i mean just talking about ohio state's schedule a little bit more i don't know what you think about it but the opponents they got this season that look Interesting to me, Notre Dame, you got Penn State at home, which is my favorite game of the season um, because there's a lot of hype over there, over at Penn State right now, on the road against Wisconsin, who's ranked 19th in the preseason poll. But I still think we can dominate them. Yeah. And then end of the season, you got Michigan in the big house, which is honestly always the biggest game of the year. But it's going to be different than most years for us as Buckeyes fans. I mean, this is... Since I can remember, we were always dominating them, and now it's the last couple of years, 0-2. Oh, 
it's almost as if, I don't know, winning solves everything. That's all I can think <laughs> of. You remember two years ago when everyone was talking about Jim Harbaugh, how he needs to get fired, needs to get out of there. He was thinking about going to the pros. He's still yeah. been thinking about it. I mean, he's going to get suspended. He, I believe they already made it happen. Yeah, but he appealed it or something and made mm-hmm. it so he doesn't get suspended until 2024. No, I think they're going to make it this season. Are they? I think the university is going to make it like three games instead because it was supposed to be four. Was it's, it recruiting it violation? Matter. I think so. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 not a big deal. We've seen that plenty of times over here at Ohio State. <laughs> <Yeah>. Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, should we get into talks about OSU Michigan, what we think? Or <laughs> is, that, is that risky territory? <laughs> like wait. I said, two let's in wait, a row. Let's wait till I see our quarterback. All right. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Can't make a decision. <laughs> Let's move on to the pros. Like I said, talking about the NFL Honors Awards. And the first one that I want to talk about is, of course, I mean, you may not think so, but what I believe to be the biggest award of the year out of all the awards, and that's, you know, AP Most Valuable Player. Yeah. Last year, it was Patrick Mahomes. I think that's no doubter. Whatever. He's whatever. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. Listen to yourself. He was not the MVP. Listen to yourself last. right he now. He wasn't MVP last year. Huh? He wasn't. Why does it say this? No, I no, he was the MVP, but like I don't think he was the MVP. Who do you think was MVP? I think JJ should have won it. Okay. Incredible season. That's a completely different conversation. MVP's rigged. Go ahead. Get you want to <laughs> get something off your chest? As you, we, you, we just we talked this. about it that lunch. I, I, you don't want to talk about it to the viewers. <laughs> Not something you're interested in. I'm just, you're making it seem like I'm the only one that has this view. I'm, I think <laughs> there's a ton of people that have that view. I agree with you, but yeah, it's, it's a quarterback award. It's bullshit. That so hard to say. It's bullshit. <laughs> AP Most Valuable Player. It was Patrick Mahomes last year. They literally won the Super Bowl. He's the best quarterback of this generation right now. And it's so bizarre to say because Tom Brady just retired. But it's you can make the argument that Patrick Mahomes can someday be in the conversation with Tom Brady and it's going to be the next Michael Jordan, LeBron James convo. Yeah, 100%. And it's crazy to say because he just retired. He had a Super Bowl before he retired. He lost to Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like th- those guys went head to head. I mean, Pat... Pat Mahomes definitely is more talented than uh, Tom Brady. Talented, yes. Athletically, I see the, he's way more gifted, you know. Yeah. He can throw the ball farther. But Tom Brady's the smartest. Yeah. He's the best game and manager think, ever a big in deal. any sport. It's seven rings mm-hmm. worth, you yeah. know? Yeah, like, absolutely. And it's not like you got to have the talent to use your mind. Yeah. And obviously he had I mean, he obviously wasn't a bum. He was in the NFL. Like, of course he was, like, athletic and shit, but, like, I just don't think he's. I think they understand what we're talking about. We know Tom yeah, Brady they get was what, not. They get what I'm Tom saying. Brady was not athletic. No, I mean he he was, he was athletic. He was a great but pocket. Like, he was a great pocket passer. Yeah, you fantastic. But you're not seeing him scramble or making a ton of throws on the run. When he makes a big run for eight yards, yeah, the whole crazy. stadium's going ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know? it's yeah. I mean, when Lamar no when Lamar gets to, a four yard gain, it's like what? Yeah, it's, it's not like, a good oh, play. I see that twenty times this yeah. game. Like mm-hmm. Lamar's gonna, you know, like they're just they were completely different quarterbacks. But Tom Brady is the goat right he, now, one hundred percent. I mean, no doubt about it. But I think Pat Mahomes definitely gonna catch him eventually. Just the dynamic. I mean, I hope not. Type of skill that I he brings to the Pat game. Mahomes. I hope it's Joe Burrow catching him, but that's a different discussion. And a lot of people <laughs> are a lot of people are starting to become haters of Patrick Mahomes, you know, because he's, he's good. good. Because he's good, yeah. yeah. And 
I don't know. I never appreciate that. I always try and appreciate greatness, and that guy is great. Yeah, 100%. Best but you, quarterback. But you hated right LeBron now. when he was dominating the Celtics. Of course I hate LeBron. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's not the GOAT. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not the GOAT. Yeah, but you're, yeah. I never said he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but that's why people hate Pat Mahomes, because he's dominating them. Yeah, but they... Chargers you know, fans. Have you ever seen those <laughs> memes where it's like, you know, someone makes a very cool play, very big time play. And they're like, if that was Patrick Mahomes, that would be all over the internet. Yeah. Who was that quarterback for the Jaguars that made that play um, this past weekend? Nathan Rourke, I think. Yeah. yeah. He had some crazy. I thought Nathan Rourke went to the Raiders. Nathan Rourke. Who's uh, I think he's on the Jaguars. Raiders rookie quarterback is O'Connell, right? Not yeah. Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Purdue guy. Yeah. And who's yeah. the dude from Michigan? He's on the he's still Packers, not Michigan, the Penn hmm. State. He's on the Packers now. I can't remember. Exactly. Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford. <laughs> Look at us talking about these. He looked good against the Bengals. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Maybe our secondary is just trash, but he scored 31 points. Hey, if us. you want to hype him up and give him credit when we talk about the rookies in about 15, <laughs> 20 minutes here, you can give him his love. He's going to give Jordan Love a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyways. We're talking about MVP for a reason because we're talking about who we think can potentially win it this year. And I know it's a lot of people always think it's just a few man race, but there's always someone that can come out of nowhere. Maybe they do give it to a receiver this one time when Jay Jettis goes and gets 2,000 receiving yards this year. I mean, looking at the list right now, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite all across the board, followed by Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and then Justin Herbert with Jalen Hurts rounding it out. Shocker. Five QBs. Who you think? <laughs> I mean, they're all QBs. The top. Quit hating on it. Who you think's winning MVP this year? Joe Burrow. All right, it's gonna go win us a Super a good Bowl. pick. It's a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't have my Super Bowl. If pick. he plays Week One, Joe Burrow. Even if he doesn't play Week One, I'm still taking Joe Burrow. Change my mind. I think. Um, I think Lamar Jackson can make a big run at it. I agree. Um, I He's think healthy. he's starting to. I don't know. It's maybe it's the same thing, and maybe it's in my own head too. But Lamar Jackson is starting to get a little bit more hate, a little underappreciated again. And I don't know if that's something I understand. I understand what I do understand is that he had a rough year last year, like and that the Ravens struggled as a whole. Yeah. But when you look at their offense, I think it's quite reasonable how he struggled. Yeah. I mean, they still made the playoffs. Yeah, but they weren't. They almost beat us. Had to punch the ball out at the one yard line to win the game. A divisional rivalry game. Yeah, that's a tough playoff game. Yeah. But, you know, they had a backup quarterback. Tyler Huntley? The game shouldn't have been, been close. I mean, I guess he's an I, under, all, he's I an understand all pro. why you say that, but... Pro bowler, Tyler Huntley. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why you say that, but I always see it as it's a divisional playoff game. It's always going to be a battle. Yeah. Because they're rivalry games. 100%. I think Lamar Jackson is something to really look an eye on if, for people that bet on the MVP. But, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes ran yeah. that back. Um, and I feel then, like he gets hate because, not because of how he plays, but of his, he's just never healthy. Yeah, Mark Jackson? Yeah. Misses five games say, a season, you know? I don't know if I'd say that exactly. He didn't play the last... Last season was a rough season for him. The season before that, he got hurt. He missed, what, four, okay, four games? But th- that matters when those four games are week when four, we're talking 14 about through 18. Award, yeah, but yeah. it happens to everybody. Yeah. How many guys, how many guys in the league play... 17 games, 16 games before the um, added game to the schedule was added, played every year, every game for their whole career. Like, you don't. But I just, he misses like a third of the season every season. 
I think he missed six games last year. I believe you're correct, but I'm not talking about last year. Last year was a it was a down year for him. Because of injury, though. Like, he would have had a good year if he didn't get injured. It wasn't strict. He, he was playing poor before he got injured. 100%. I know because I had him on my fantasy team. All right, just because he wasn't <laughs> scoring points in fantasy doesn't mean he wasn't playing good. I mean... There's not much he can do right. with, you know, all of you're his right. no receivers. It's just him and Mark Andrews. <laughs> and that that's why I always say, but he's had better stats in the past. Yeah, 100%. But I, his his teams were a little better in the past. Their, their defenses were always a little better. I don't think their defense was that dominant last year. They were pretty good, but like I feel like his defense when he won the MVP. He had... Um, he only had 2,200 passing yards last year. In, um, but he missed six games. He played games. 12 games. Yeah. And then, you're right, it was two years in a row he only played 12 games. But the year prior, he had 2,800 passing yards. But still, he was a way better quarterback the year prior. He had 3,100 uh, yards his second year in the, in the league when he won MVP. I think he can get back, get back to those numbers. Without a doubt. Yeah. If he doesn't miss games. He had 3,100 passing yards because he didn't miss a game when he won the MVP. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but I was just saying I think he's going to be better overall as a player. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the players he has around him now on this team are way better than they have been in the past three years. And Zay the big Flowers, guy to keep out for? Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham. He's their wide receiver one, in my opinion. <laughs> that boy's nice. He's good, but that he's, like, he's nice. a slot receiver. He's too small to play the X. It's gonna why, be why can't he be a wide receiver one in the slot? Well, that's just not how the depth depth chart works, I guess. Slot receiver is always third on the depth chart. Okay, maybe not wide receiver one. I think he's gonna be the most efficient wide receiver like, this season. Gets the most passing yards. I mean, I believe so. receiving yards. I mean, I understand Odell Beckham. He's he's healthy. He's hundred percent. I, I like Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman's a good receiver. Odell's he old. never he never you know I never thought he was special or anything. He doesn't. Impressed me compared to some of the other receivers. And this yeah. guy's a rookie we're talking about. And he's got a Lamar Jackson that's wanting to do well this year. Wanting to have a bounce back here. Yeah, he just got paid. Yeah. Hella. <laughs> 51 million. I don't know. It should be interesting, but that's probably my pick. But moving on, let's talk about potential AP coach of the year. With last year being New York Giants first year head coach Brian Dable, who led his New York Giants to a winning season a wild card matchup against the Minnesota Vikings and winning the wild card round and moving on to the divisional round. I mean, I, th- I think it was deserved. I think there was a couple guys that potentially also could have won it. But, I mean, when you look at that Giants roster and what they were able to do, even though he won the award before the playoff game, or it's a regular season award, I was impressed with the Giants. I was not expecting a 9-7-1 and seven and one season from them last year. Yeah, I mean, no one was really. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. I mean, what was I? Don't, I Pretty can't. sure their over under totals around like five and a half games. Was it really five and a half, six and a half, maybe? I mean, yeah, that's what right around what we all thought. You know, six, seven games, maybe. And now, I mean, they're coming in this year with a little bit more expectations. Yeah. I mean, bringing signing Daniel Jones to a big time contract, forty five million dollars a year. Getting um, Darren Waller. Getting Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders, a big addition for them on the offensive side. They were able to re-sign Saquon Barkley to an 11-year deal. Um, 11 years? Or $11 million deal. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be crazy. $11 million deal. Um, They were able to negotiate that out. So 
you would assume they're going to have no problems this season. And you would assume that the New York Giants, because of the way that the NFL uses running backs, he's going to get another big load um, of touches as well as potential receptions this season for this offense. I mean, with that being said, I mean, who you got for winning coach of the year this year? Because with a team like that making such unexpected noise last year, there's got to be some teams you got a nice eye on and think can do the same thing. This one might be surprising. I don't know if you're going to like hear. it. He's third in the odds, so I don't think it's that crazy, but uh... – Matt Eberfuss. Matt Eberfuss? Yeah. The I Bears. Don't. You know why? You know what the Bears over-under is for this year? I think it's seven and a half. Okay. I think if that's... he wins eight games, nine games, he's definitely winning coach of the year. They won three games last year. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win that many games, though. I do. And I'm just being honest. I like the Bears this year. Do you? Yeah. Their division stinks. Um, stinks. Well, you were right how Matt Eberfuss... Second highest odds, plus 1,000, yeah. um, with the first highest being Dan Campbell of the Lions. And I think that's a great possibility of that happen- yeah. happening. Who's, is Sean Payton third on yours? Sean Payton. That, that would be crazy. If he comes in and win coach of the year after being retired, Yeah, that'd be wild. Low-key give him comeback player of the year, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of the league, came back. <laughs> Terrible team with Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, I understand there's some beef there now with Sean Payne and Hackett, but that's water under the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like a, I like but, I like Doug Peterson too. He's a little farther down on the list, but I think that's a good one. I think the Jaguars can be a really good football team. I think this they're year. gonna dominate their division. And I think they're gonna be a top four seed in the AFC. Yeah. Top four seed? Yeah. Oh, because they win the division. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we're not expecting much from the Colts this season. I'm sorry. They're uh, Who knows when Jonathan Taylor gets traded? we got to expect it's going to happen by now. There was reports today that there was a bunch of – or a couple teams that threw out offers already and up to six or eight teams, I believe, that were interested. The Bears so, want them. And I think that would be a fantastic get for the Bears. It would be great. But I think, I think his best route is in Miami. I yeah. saw that first, and I think that's a great place to put him. I mean, when you look at the Miami Dolphins offense right now, I mean, they're... They're lacking at running back. They're lacking at <laughs> running back. They just had someone get hurt too, right? Um, yeah, they did. Who are you thinking of? I got to find it. Today? No, nah, it was recently. Maybe like two days ago. He's like out for the year. He would have like maybe started for them. The only big guy that I think can possibly make some noise if the Dolphins don't make this trade for Jonathan Taylor is that rookie, Devon Aiken. Devon he was drafted Aiken. very, very late. I've been hearing a lot of noise about him in training camp. He got hurt. Devon Aiken? That was You're him. lying. Oh, he avoid one day ago. Avoid serious injury. He's week to week with a shoulder wow. injury. Isn't that crazy? So that, that's week to exactly week. who I was thinking of. Yeah, Devon Aiken. That's crazy. I heard he's been making big noise. Because I'm older than him. <laughs> Jesus. Is that right? Yeah, he's 21. Holy. He's my age. Yeah. In the league. He's in the, <laughs> he's in the league with a bunch of hype, and we're here sitting doing a podcast in the living room. <laughs> but outside of that boy, that rookie, who some people are expecting to be really good for them if none of their other RBs work out. I mean, they have Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Moster. And I know Raheem Moster has had a pretty solid history at the running back position. But, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, I don't know. He's just – he wasn't ever anything. No. He those was, are, just, those guys he was are, just a part of the rotate. They were both part of the just part are, of the rotation yeah, in San backups. Francisco. They're yeah. backups. So I think they can make a good duo if they both play. Not I don't think one of them is good to 
carry the load. I think if they're going to be good, like with that, with the running backs they have, if they're going to be good, they both have to see the field, like 50-50. Let me tell you, I I believe the new wave of, you know, our running back committee is the best thing that could happen to football. Yeah. I mean, it saves their health. Saves their health. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're under. I feel like it shows how dynamic running backs are. Yeah. Because you can't just game plan for one. You got to game plan for both. Yeah. Every team has like a third down back, you know? Yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of always been a thing, but now it's really like it's picking up. It's yeah, picking it's up speed. starting to be like college, where yeah. like one running back will play an entire drive, and the next drive, like it'll be a different guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really enjoy it, honestly. And I think it's better. I think it's yeah. better for offenses. I think it makes them better. Yeah, makes so, it fun to watch too. I agree, hundred percent. Other guys come in. Another guy I think can maybe win Coach of the Year. I mean, I don't know what their over under is at, but if they perform up to their expectations, I don't see why not. Which is Robert Sala. Yeah. I mean, you just got Aaron Rodgers. You have a fantastic team now. Rodgers, Wilson, Brees Hall. You just got Dalvin Cook. Your defense is good. very good. Quentin Williams, Ahmad. <laughs> I don't even. They're. I don't even know who else they. They got a good yeah. ranked defense. Yeah, no, they are. Good. And I just think he's. If you're, if we're talking about, you know, for betting men here, I, I think, <laughs> I, I don't think he'd be a bad guy to bet on. Plus eighteen hundred. Ten to win one hundred and eighty. It's not bad. Um, yeah, hundred to win eighteen hundred or a hundred to win eighteen. Yeah, eighteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> might have to put it in there. D'Amico Ryan's is also at plus eighteen hundred. I think that's an interesting one. Yeah, but Doug Peterson is plus twenty one hundred. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Just because of you know the the division, and Trevor Lawrence is hitting year three. He's gonna hit his stride. I have Calvin Ridley now too. They're gonna be disgusting, dude. <laughs> they really are. Travis Etienne's healthy. Yeah. Christian Kirk. I don't see Evan Ingram. I don't really see anyone else that I. I think we nailed him. Yeah. Sean Payton, I think, is the favorite though. I think he should be, because if they even have a win, if they have a winning season, like that's a crazy turnaround. Yeah. Do you imagine if he and wins like st- ten games? And or they something? still have crazy injuries going on in their offense. Yeah. Yeah. If they want ten games, oh my god, it's a lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From all the hate Russell Wilson and the team's been getting, just to. Being back to what was, I f- I forgot what do they call him Dangerous Russ or something? Can't even remember. <laughs> Can't even remember. Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might that might have been it. That might have been it. <laughs> All right, how about uh, offensive player of the year? We know we know who won it last year. Justin Jefferson. Boy, it was different. What about this year? I mean, I think. It's all over the place, guys, that can potentially win Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I agree. Jamar Chase is listed as a favorite at plus 1,000 behind or right in front of Justin Jefferson, um, followed by Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and Lamar Jackson. And I guess I can say Justin Fields is they have, they have the same odds. Offensive Player of the Year is tough. It always is. Because I don't – back to my rant – I don't get how the MVP awards a quarterback award, but offense player of the year is really never won by a quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I don't think Lamar or Justin's going to win it. I think it's going to be a wide receiver. I feel like those are guys that can win it though, because those are, you know, the running quarterbacks guys that do, yeah. you know, they throw the football and they run it. Yeah. I feel like that's why they're you know, he's a beast. Then he should. Yeah. Then he definitely should. Yeah. You know, but if he has, <laughs> if he has, 1,200 rushing yards and just, like, 3,000 passing yards. How much do you think he's getting? 
If he does is that, is thirty five hundred more? If I'm he just does that, that, that was like Lamar's MVP season. I guess that would be a crazy. That'd be a crazy season. I feel like with the wide receivers he has right now, he should be throwing for at least four thousand. His wide receivers stink outside of DJ Moore. Yeah, but it's opening up the offense, and they don't have a running back outside of Khalil Herbert. It, it, so it's literally just him. Yeah, there's why well, there's no reason he should have four. He'll either be th- he'll either be throwing the football or running the football. He's gonna have to do both. <laughs> <laughs> he has to do both. I th- he's going to do both. That's what he's designed to do. He's a dual threat quarterback. I don't know. We'll see. But that I mean that right there is why he's high up on the. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, he did. Uh, he was with Shannon Sharp normally. No, it was Dan Orlovsky. That's who it was. What about him? He thinks Justin Fields is going to be an animal this year. Superstar. He agrees with me. <laughs> I I think he will. I mean, he can be a stud, and they only win six games. Yeah, I mean, he had a good season last year, and they won three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that. He picked it up big time at the end of the season. Yeah. And he was bursting for a 50-yard rushing touchdown every single game, sometimes twice a game. Yeah. I think he's, he's going to have another big season. I think he's going to – is this – Third. Yeah, year three for him as well. I think he's going to have a big year mm-hmm. along with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But with that, I mean, with that being said, I don't think those guys are top five quarterbacks in the league. No. Yeah, I don't even know if they're top seven. Trevor top eight, Lawrence is, but they're probably, very. I think Trevor Lawrence is. They're top, franchise quarterback. Quarterback. They're franchise quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. You want to keep those guys around for as long as possible. Another guy that I think is interesting that can win Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup. Nah. You don't, don't think so? I don't fuck with him. I mean, if we're talking about guys that if they can stay healthy, yeah. I mean, I know if he can stay healthy, I know he can be the best wide receiver in football this year. I know the triple crown. I understand. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, he had 140 targets that season. Like, okay, he's not getting that again. Why not? Because Matt Stafford isn't as good anymore. What makes you say that? Because those little injury talks? Not little. What do you mean little? He sat out the whole season last year. He's fine now. He's we'll fine. See. Like, he's, he's, he has he a, said, he's a he bad elbow. He he's like almost 40 years old. He's not 40 years old. Dude, he, all right, he's like 36. I don't even know if he's that old. He's old. He's one I of know old, he's old. He's, he's one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. They're not, the Rams are going to win six games this year. That doesn't mean Cooper Cup will not be insane. He might have like 1,400 yards. It's a great season. But <laughs> it's a great season. But I probably know. won't win Offensive Player of the Year no. with the wide receivers we got this year. You're probably right. But yeah. I think I think have I think if they can stay healthy, and that's why I'm saying if both guys can stay healthy, this guy has a great chance to win offensive player of the year. He's still a fantastic receiver. Yeah. He definitely is. He's, He's one of the best in the league. Yeah. Without a doubt. I just I'm not a Cooper <laughs> You're Cup. You're making me sound like I'm stupid or something. <laughs> I'm, not like. a, I'm not a Cooper Cup fan. So why not? Be- yeah. Yeah. I just don't if he if he doesn't get hundred and fifty goddamn targets. Like, he's not going to be as good as people think he is. Like, he had the most targets we'll the see. year he won the Triple Crown we'll by far, by like 30-plus. We'll see. I don't think – I mean, I'm not saying I think the Lions are going to win 11 games here. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying nothing like that. I'm just saying Cooper Cup, if he plays all year, he has a great chance to win Offensive Player of the Year. But with my – I mean, the favorite, though, I mean, I, I haven't wanted to say it the whole time, but I think the favorite Jamar Chase. Yeah. Oh, I agree. He's going to have – Jamar gonna have, Chase or Justin Jefferson? Yeah. They're I, the best receivers in football. I agree. They're in the best system. Because Devontae Adams, you could argue, is still the best in football. But now he's got Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball. They'll be using everything on that team. Yeah. Without a doubt. 
Terry Kill there any... on the other case, he can also win it. Yeah, he could. 100%. I think Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle takes a little too much away from him. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I because I wouldn't say that about Jamar and T. Yeah. But I don't think Tua doesn't throw the ball as well. There's enough to go around for both of them. Yeah. But Tua doesn't throw the ball as well. I mean, remember we were just talking about the running back situation right now. Now, if they get Jonathan Taylor, I think that's a big difference. Jonathan Taylor could run offense player there if he goes to Miami. (laughs) I don't think that happened. There's too many weapons on that team. They're all going to get used. Yeah, but they're going to want to protect Tua, man. He almost died last year. Yeah. Almost retired. You're right. You're right. (laughs) But it's not going to be solely on Jonathan Taylor. He's got a... Yeah. He's still a he's still a running back. You don't think a running back can win offense player of the year? I was gonna ask, are there any big breakout running backs that you think could win? Breakout running backs? I know like a Derrick Henry rushing for twenty two hundred yards or something. I don't see that happening. Um Austin Eckler has twenty three touchdowns or some shit. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I think say you know how I said like because they signed Saquon to that one year deal, that they're gonna use him a ton again because they're gonna, you know, get what they can out of him on this one year deal. Yeah, and then they're gonna go back next offseason and say he's worn out because we just used him a boatload and now pay him <laughs> and now pay him what he's deserved. Yeah, because that's that's how they do it. I think he's gonna get a boatload of touches, and with that Giants offense, I mean it's good, but he's the best player on that offense. Hundred percent. If they're good again, I think he has a great chance to win it because one, adding Darren Waller to the tight end spot, it's gonna be better for Daniel Jones, and it's gonna make it easier for Saquon Barkley to not just run the ball but also catch the ball. I think this is a great year to possibly bet on Saquon. If we're talking running backs, like what you just said, yeah, you know, I think he's, I think he's gonna have another great year. Yeah, if we're talking running backs, I think, I think I'm gonna give it to Nick Chubb this year. Nick I think Chubb. Nick Chubb could win Offense Player of the Year. Yeah, no more. He's another good one. No more Kareem Hunt. He's getting 30 touches a game, and he's gonna make the most of them. He's gonna rush. I, I agree, but they're still gonna use two running backs. They yeah. just they're gonna run it that much. I don't think they switch up. I think they're gonna stick to who they are. But Kareem Hunt's not as or. Their backup now, I don't even know who he is. He's definitely not as good as Kareem Hunt was playing their third down back. Yeah. Because if Nick Chubb, you know, if they want to win games, he needs to be on the field as much as possible. He's one of the best players in the NFL, in my opinion. This has it as Jerome Ford, but I'm going to look at another place to make sure. I guess that sounds right. I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be someone different at any. How about uh, before we move on to the rookies and we talk about those awards and stuff like that, what do you think about Comeback Player of the Year? Because they always give it to guys that have struggling years last season, big bounce-back seasons, guys that you don't really believe in this year, but I kind of do. You know what I'm getting at? You think any of those guys can win Comeback Player of the Year, or is it someone that we're not going to expect? I mean, isn't the clear favorite Demar Hamlin? <laughs> I think it. I'm like no I'm, shot. I'm, I'm like 100 percent positive it is. <laughs> Demar Hamlin is minus 300. Yeah, it's not even like a race. He died on the field, and he's going to play this year. He's going to win it. I don't want him to. I mean, obviously, prayers up. I'm glad he survived and all. But you want to know who's right behind him? Who? Guess. Guess. <laughs> The only other guy that had a big injury like that last year. Come on now. Just talking about him. Tua? Oh, that's not, I don't think that counts. I mean, he got concussed so bad, some doctors thought he should retire. Yeah, but I, didn't he like finish the season? It's not like a comeback. Second highest odds, NFL comeback player of the year. Valid, I guess. That's cool. 
I mean, I'm all for like the love for Demar Hamlin. Like, obviously, like we don't want anyone to die in the football field. That's the worst thing to happen. But how good of a football player do you think he is? I don't think he's that great. He was a backup. <laughs> he was a backup DB last year. Yeah, he was the only. Re- yeah, he was backup. Because they were injured all over the field on the defensive side. Yeah, he wouldn't have been in the game if they were healthy. If he play, if he has a great year this year and he steps it up statistic wise, I'm all for it. Yeah, but I th- I just think there's some guys that are going to be better than him. You know? Yeah. Like I think Rashad Bateman could win it if he has a big season. You know, Ravens wide receiver. It's won. possible. Has like a thousand yards, nine hundred yeah. yards. I mean, some of the guys I was talking about that you weren't a big fan of. I mean, Lamar Jackson plus two thousand, Cooper Cup plus three thousand. Both of those yeah. guys had. Very off years compared to the rest of their career resume. Chidobe um, Awuzie? Third, well, third, well, third behind Tua and Damar is Russell Wilson. I think that makes sense. He's he's due for a for a bounce back year. Isn't comeback player of the year like players who get injured? Russell wasn't injured, was he? I don't think. Or did he get hurt? I don't. The comeback player, the NFL comeback player of the year award is given to the player who has overcome the most adversity after failing to play or play poorly the year prior. Okay. Players who get hurt and miss a season only to return the next year and perform well are top contenders for this award. So it can be for both. We were also just talking about all of the crazy hate Russell Wilson has gotten this past year. What if Jimmy G It's wins been a complete it? change for him. What if Jimmy G wins it, the Raiders? I think that is a also a great one. I can't believe he's not even on here. Or I mean, cool. I'm sure he's on here, just not. I'm not looking at the entire list. Let's see where he's listed at. Like Calvin Ridley plus 5,000. It's another that's, great one. That's, Does that count? That's low. I think that's, I think that's a great one. He could have like a 1,200. Does that count? Season. When what I was talking about? You said plus what? 12,000? Huh? No, 5,000. Oh, 10 to win 500? I'm going to put 30 on that. <laughs> I don't understand why Jonathan Taylor has the same odds. Because he was hurt last year. Was he? Yeah. I just always feel like everyone, like a lot of people get hurt. Yeah. Brees Hall is plus 2,500 on FanDuel. I like him. It's a good one. I think Dalvin Cook kind of hurt his odds a little bit. Yeah. I think well, I'm going to. Uh, is, Jav- is Javante Williams on that list? Um, Denver? Plus 5,000. He was playing great before he tore his ACL. I think I honestly think Russell Wilson's a good bet. You think? Yeah. With Sean Payne? Yeah, they could be disgusting. He... Champagne yeah. is one of the best coaches in the NFL. People don't understand, like, I mean, I know quarterbacks, obviously, they're the main factor, but coaching and their game plans and their playbook, honestly, like, they all matter. And it just seems like it wasn't working out last year for Denver. Some It was never clicking. And Nathaniel you got to think with Champagne coming in that something's going to start to click. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett was not getting the job done last year. No. I don't know. Well, but like it was get, just the plays they were running. Like it'd be like a third and ten, and they'd run like a inside zone. Like you know, yeah, just run it for like three yards and punt the ball. Like they weren't even trying to get first downs. And their season was a mess last year. I don't even. I think I maybe watched like three of their games. No, we watched. We watched a lot more than you. You just don't remember them because they were bad. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> we watched a lot of. Their I games. watched a couple just because <laughs> I remember I had Jerry Judy. You know. Yeah. Thought he was going to be nice, and then he just. We definitely watched their games. Wasn't. And I, I don't know. With Geno Smith winning the award last year, I don't think it gets any better than that. I mean, from being a backup his whole entire career um, to throwing for, I just had it up for throwing for nearly forty three hundred passing yards, thirty touchdowns. Yeah, 
I mean, that's you pretty awesome. Yeah, 100%. Well deserved. Let's talk about the rookies, Dan. <laughs> I don't know what that was. With, uh, you know, with last year, because with all the hype surrounding the Jets, just getting Aaron Rodgers, having nearly three guys that could have won Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year, um, it being Garrett Wilson on one side, Sauce Gardner on the other side, and those guys now go head-to-toe, or they've been for the last year now, they go head-to-toe and practice each and every day. And they're only going to make each other better. And now with these new additions in this 2023 draft, some interesting quarterbacks, some interesting wide receivers, and I think a lot more interesting defensive players than some people realize. Yeah. But first getting into it, first thoughts. Who do you think can win Offensive Rookie of the Year? I think it's either going to be Bijan Robinson or I got to put my Ohio State boys in there. CJ? Talk to him. Potentially CJ. <laughs> he has no help, though, on offense. I know. His offense is terrible. I know. But the one I really like is JSN. And, I mean, I would have I would have been loving that answer the whole time. But with it just coming out, I don't know if you heard about it. You know, he had, he had wrist surgery no. just a couple days ago. You're kidding. Because he injured his wrist, um, nearly scoring in the game this past weekend. Oh, I saw that. But they said he might be healthy by the start of the regular season. But I just don't know if I believe that. No. And I hate to hear that because that Seahawks offense was only going to get so much better with adding I mean, he'll be back Jackson like Smith two. and Jigba. I don't know. It just makes me nervous hearing that. Yeah. Wrist I mean, injury, if it's just a broke, that's a big part. But if it's just a broken bone, like, you know, you go on a cast for a few weeks and you're good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too sure exactly what it, what that, what the exact case was. I just know he had, he had surgery on his wrist. Yeah. That's not something I like hearing. But I mean, going back to your CJ Stroud talk, I mean, with the weapons they got, they got some guys, Nico Collins, Robert <laughs> Woods, Noah Brown, Damian Pierce had a, Good Damian year Pierce, last year. Damian Pierce almost won I offensive mean, rookie of the year. So you're fine at running back. Yeah. I mean, you know he's going to play well. A name that's been coming out of camp a lot for them, the rookie Tank Dell. Yeah. I'm not too sure what to expect out of him. I'm going to be he, honest. Yeah, he looked good in But the I heard a lot of good now. things. Yeah. I heard a lot of good things. And if that's the case, I mean, they also got Dalton Schultz from Dallas. Like, this offense, I feel like is sneakily, like, not even close to the worst in the league anymore. It's just... Their wide like receivers are not so terrible, bad. Decent. Like none no, of them, none of them are great. None of them are even good. But they're all I solid. Like, I like Noah Brown. I think that's a great pickup. He had a great year for Dallas last year. But like, if, you know, what about John Mechie Jr. Another guy that can maybe make some noise. Did, he didn't I'm play just last season, for the right? Team. No, he he has Leukemia. cancer. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. He, he could win comeback player of the year. That he would should. Be, that would be sick. Are his odds there? <laughs> Did I notice that? That would be sick. John Mechie, plus 2,000. Plus 2,800 on DraftKings. Probably going to take that. <laughs> nah, probably not. That would be pretty dope. That would be really cool. Wow. There's a lot of great candidates for comeback player of the year this year. When yeah. you think about it? Yeah. DeMar, John Mechie, DeMar. Russell Wilson. J- I mean, J.K. Hall, Dobbins, is he on there? Because he was hurt last season, wasn't he? I don't see him on here. No. I do not. But. It's interesting. I don't know. There's a lot of guys. But. So, I could see it happening with C.J. Stroud. But what about the number one overall pick, Bryce Young? I mean, 
Because a lot of, I mean, they haven't looked great in the preseason so far. I'm going to be honest. Neither of them. No, I mean, but that doesn't matter. You don't think? No, I, not I, at all. I, you're right. You're right. You want to know just, the perfect in the example? In the moment, it's so hard. I do. And I know you're going to talk. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Yeah. Jamar. Jamar can't catch footballs because they're too big. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Beast. That's the that's the only one I wanted to give. <laughs> that should discredit any of the preseason is irrelevant. Those guys yeah. play six snaps and they don't see the field for the rest of the preseason. Yeah. I mean, the favorite right now, it's Bijan Robinson all across the board. Yeah. Um, lowest at plus 250, highest at plus 300. Um, followed by Bryce Young and then Anthony Richardson at three, at, ranging from six to 800. I think he's someone that could potentially win it because, I mean, he's going to be – he's their, if they trade Jonathan Taylor, I mean, he's going to be <laughs> He needs their focal Jonathan point. Taylor, though. He does. He really needs that help, that extra help in the backfield. But he does have a good receiver in Michael Pittman. Yeah. And it's always good to have that. Yeah. But, I mean, outside of those guys – I mean, other guys that I think that are scary good to possibly win it. I mean, we're talking. I said it before. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. He's, I like that one. If you haven't watched tape on him yet, go watch tape because he's crazy. Has a tight end ever won the award? Um, I'm not too sure, but who are you what thinking if of? Dalton Kincaid. One Dalton Kincaid of the year. for the Bills. He was I a think, beast in college. I think that's a good one. Yeah, but. Probably not, though, right? I don't think that's <laughs> the case. I think there's so many better options. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just looking at people farther down. You already draft. said Bijan, which I think is higher. I think Zay Flowers is going to be higher. I have a lot of hype on him. We're talking about defensive players such as Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. Both of those both of those guys on the defense for the Eagles. That's and then, terrifying. I mean, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of names. but Defense? I think I like I like Jalen Carter. He fell way too far in the draft. He should have been the number one pick. What was it a speeding ticket or something? <laughs> Not too sure exactly Dropped him what it nine, was. But <laughs> fell into the Eagles' lap. Steal the draft. I mean, yeah, my top two are him or Nolan Smith, which is just crazy that they're and on the I same can't, team. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to disagree with you. Jalen Carter is going to be a stud yeah. for them at the DT spot. And then you add Nolan Smith, who – can play edge rusher? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the another, like, it's it's definitely not going to be Devon Weatherspoon from Illinois. I don't think why, it's going to What be. makes you say that? That's just because I didn't even bring him up. I mean, as an Ohio <laughs> State fan, as an Ohio State fan, you know, when you're in a conference with somebody that's a top five pick, you would expect to hear their name more. And, you know, I never heard of him until he got drafted. Okay. You know? Yeah. Until around that time of the year, like, oh, he's the best cornerback in the draft out of, you know. I I mean. You get what I'm saying, right? I do. I do. But I feel like if Michigan had a top five pick that we just had never heard of. Like, that's – we we always know about those guys in the yeah. Big Ten. What about Tyree Wilson? He went higher than Jalen Carter, number seven. Texas Tech. No. He's going to be no. a bust. You think he's going to be a bust? Yeah. Oh, what – <laughs> a bust. I, I don't think he's gonna be a bust. I think he got picked too high. Who do you think should have went? He should have went over. I mean, looking at Jalen Carter was better than him. I think he should have gone nine. Flip him and Jalen Carter, probably. What do you think of uh, Will McDonald, the Jets? Worst pick. Worst Terrible. pick of the first round. 
He hasn't looked bad in training camp. I don't give a damn. He's just not super big for a linebacker. Yeah. I mean, he's big, but he's skinny. Yeah. But he's still strong. I just, he's just a built man. I don't know. Maybe it's just bias because the reactions from that <laughs> from draft night were so funny. <laughs> yeah. What other reactions did you have? How'd you feel about getting Miles Murphy? That was a great pick. He's a he's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal. Think he's gonna make a big impact yeah. for you guys. Add to that loaded line. He's an animal. I mean, our line is not loaded. We had like loaded front seven. We had like the least sacks in the NFL last year. Well, I really like you guys just re-signed Logan Wilson. That is one of the guys that it's we huge. need to keep on the team for a while. He's I, the leader of the defense. I really like DJ Reader. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Jermaine Pratt's great. Uh, BJ Hill is great. Trey Hendrickson is great. But, you know, Sam Hubbard's average. And after that, we don't have much depth on the defensive front. So if you replace, let's say everything you say is correct. Replace Sam Hubbard with Miles Murphy. What do you think about that defense now? I think it's a huge, if he is what you think he is, that's a huge difference for this defensive line. It makes them really good, in my opinion. Yeah. I could see him playing on third down. Really good. Miles Murphy. Yeah. I feel like he's coming on third down, give Hubbard a break. How do you feel about Jordan Battle? Love it. Yeah. I mean, we needed we needed a safety. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Right now, your starting free safety on the depth chart is Nick Scott. That's going to change. Probably, <laughs> I think it's come like week three, it's going to change. Yeah. I agree with you. But I like I, Jordan Battle wasn't even my favorite pick. You know, I'm not a Michigan fan at all, but DJ Turner in the second round. Okay. Great pick. Yeah. He, he's looked so good in the preseason. He, re, he ran a 4 2 6 at the combine. Crazy number. A 4 2 6? 4 2 6. Are you sure? The fastest 40 yard dash at the combine this year. Holy. So big expectations his, for him. His NFL comp was a Dory Jackson. It's not bad. It's a good comp. It's a very good comp. <laughs> wow. So, so you're so. So we got Jordan Battle, DJ big Turner. News for who I may think wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> our our big news. secondary is going to be young, but they have a ton of potential. And at the same time, just because he's super fast doesn't mean he's a good DB. No, it's not. Yeah. But I saw I saw him break up some passes in preseason. Okay. You look good. Yeah. We're going to have Chidobia Wouzier back probably come like week three. You know, we got yeah. Mike Hilton back, who's, you know, one of the best nickelbacks in the, in the world. <laughs> Mike Hilton. <Yeah>. Animal. <laughs> you got Jordan Battle. I mean, I'm not upset. I'm not upset with the team. Let me ask you about, uh, you know, a lot of noise going around these guys. I'm going to throw out a few names here. Tank Bisbee from Jacksonville out of Auburn. Chase Brown, Cincinnati Bengal out of Illinois. <laughs> and then Deuce Vaughn. He's a new Dallas Cowboy from Kansas State. Out of those three guys, which ones do you think you like the most? Uh, Chase Brown. Not just because I'm a Bengal fan. Whoa. Makes you, what, seriously, what makes you say that, though? He's the one dude from Illinois that I had heard of before <laughs> the draft. Like, actually. Never had heard of Devon Weatherspoon. The only dude that I knew. Who? Oh, Devon. Yeah, the back dude. to Devon Witherspoon. That's yeah, because they both went to, to Illinois. That? Okay, I'm saying I okay. Chase Brown was okay, the okay, only okay, dude okay. from because Illinois that I had actually okay. heard of. Yeah, 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 and he was like one of the best running backs in the Big Ten last year. Yeah, okay, I see. I see okay, like I think I he has. I think he's way better than where he got drafted. 
Fifth round pick? Yeah. I think he's way better than that. But running backs don't go high anymore. Yeah. So I mean, he could end I mean, up being uh, really good. It's fair because I'm not comparing him to Bijan or even Jameer Gibbs. But I'm just going off what I hear from the coaches. And it's always the coaches think Tank Bisbee has been big time in training camp, enough to potentially take away carries from Travis Etienne. And I think if that's the case, he must be a good running back. Yeah. But Chase Brown, he's going to get some action. RB2 for your Bengals. Who knows when Joe Mixon's next case will be. He's been facing a bunch lately. Ah, he just, no. He's he's an innocent man. <laughs> he, he just with the newest thing guilty. he is. Yeah. The newest thing he is. He's fine. What about the... What about cool. the uh, cool? Like he, he's gonna be okay. I think. What I about think the telling the girl he's gonna shoot her or something? I think the days of his crime are over. <laughs> I didn't know you and Joe were tight like that. I think the days of his crime are over. We're on to bigger things. He's trying <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. He took a pay cut to win a Super Bowl. I think he's but locked hey, in this year. Hey, if not, guys got Chase Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Ship him off. <laughs> Let Chase Brown and Chris Evans. I run think that shit. I think someone that can make a big impact. I mean, Tank Bisbee, he'd probably be the top guy on that list. But I mean, I also think Deuce Vaughn has looked very dynamic. He's not a big guy. He's very small, but it brings some type a different look that a lot of NFL players don't normally see. And that you know, with him being very little and still super strong, like he can get through smaller holes than others. You know. I wonder if they have a. Um when did he get drafted? Sixth round. Sixth round. I wonder if they have a player uh, comparison for him. Go check it and out. And if it is, I can almost guarantee it's going to be Darren Sproles. <laughs> Why? Because they're the only guys that height? Well, Darren Sproles and him are like... Go watch some Darren Sproles tape, man. He's a... I know Darren Sproles. He was a beast. He was a beast. I think, I think these running backs that we're talking about are all people to keep an eye on for the rookies this season. <laughs> Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and we're I mean we're past the potential offensive rookie of the year, defensive yeah. rookie of the year at this point. I mean, we I'm can not say it before we end the show today, but we got to get some of these names out of here. I mean, we haven't really talked about Jameer Gibbs a whole lot. Um, I mean, twelfth overall to the Lions, yeah. their new RB one with getting rid of DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. I mean, it's but just, they got a uh, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, and they got David Montgomery. Me personally, I'm I was never the biggest Dave Montgomery fan. Yeah, I don't. He think has he had a f- few good years with the Bears, but I, Jameer Gibbs is, should start in my opinion. Yeah, he's he reminds me a lot of Alvin Kamara. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know about the Alvin Kamara thing, but I think he 100 percent should start. <laughs> no, you don't see the Alvin Kamara comparison. I kind of see what you're talking about. I kind of get not just the Alabama, I, like, but like the pass catching. Yeah, the, he's, he's the speed, he's, the cuts, yeah. like. They look. They play very similar. You'll see. I like. I like that. I like that. You'll see. I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm not hating on it. You think I'm hating on it? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Um, with the wide receivers that all went in the first round, you know, we already talked about Jackson Smith and Jigba, first wide receiver off to the board, off the board at Seattle. Quint Quentin Johnston, pick right after him, L.A. Chargers. Zay Flowers right after him to the Baltimore Ravens, and then Jordan, and then Jordan Addison. Addison. Uh, at 123 to the Minnesota Vikings, out of all those guys, who do you think will make the biggest impact right away? This might shock you because we're Ohio State fans, but I think I'm going to say Jordan Addison. Okay. Just because if he's good, 
and teams have to actually guard him and can't just like stare at Justin Jefferson every play, that offense could he could really I think he could contribute a ton to that offense just I mean, by getting Justin Jefferson open more, getting a guy off of him instead of three, he only has two. It's know? always weird, like or not always weird, but I feel like it's just been going on for a while now. Like before Stefan Diggs blew up and he was known as this top receiver, which we'll get into Stefan Diggs another time because apparently Stephen A. Smith says he wants out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. He says a lot of things. Lonzo Ball caught him out yesterday <laughs> for us. <laughs> There's a lot going on with Stephen A. Smith. But anyways, I mean, at first it was, you know, Adam Thielen as the main guy. Stefan Diggs came in and he was able to develop and become that huge wide receiver too for them. I mean, he was the main guy with the Minneapolis miracle play, you yeah. know? And that's kind of how... I feel like that was the start of his like huge rising, to be honest. I always thought he was good. I personally thought he was always better than Adam Thielen. Diggs? Stefan Diggs? Oh, yeah, way yeah. better. They just. He was better than. I never understood it. It was like. Thielen as a rookie. But it was because, you know, Adam Thielen was getting better looks because they were focusing more on Stefan Diggs. Yeah. And that's what I always saw it as. And, and then it was the case to where it kind of flip flopped, then he yeah. got traded. You know, and now they bring in a guy like Justin Jefferson, and he's been able to have his come up for a couple of years. It didn't take long, and then it kind of flip flopped again. You know, and Justin Jefferson's now one of the best receivers I've seen in a long time, and Adam Thielen's now gone. But then they bring in this young uh, rookie again, another receiver, and Jordan Addison, who a lot of people think can be really good. So I don't hate your take at all. I think it's a very good possibility because. You know Kirk Cousins is going to be slinging it again. I mean, they they do a good job um, having a run a solidified run game to create the play action, but they throw the football a lot. Yeah, and I think you know every, Justin Jefferson is going to be double teamed more often times than not. Yeah, and that's going to leave room for Jordan Addison to make a lot of noise this season. So I like that. I was honestly going to go with Jackson Smith and Jigba before he uh, had that surgery. Yeah, I just think you have two inc- Incredible wide receivers. I know there's a ton of good receivers in the league, but they're good. They're good receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And you add this guy into the slot, or if, even if you want to put him out, like he can play wherever. Yeah. Like I just feel like it would create a ton of opportunity for him with a second now you're starting Geno Smith. Yeah. But with that not being the case, I'd like to Jordan Addison, or I'd go back to my what I was saying earlier and Zay Flowers, and I think that's just because. He has a chance to be the wide receiver one soon in Baltimore. And you got a team that really is trying to get a lot done right now as they've been had a good amount of hate and, you know, press on them these last six to 12 months even because last year was not a great year for the Ravens. Yeah. They add Odell Beckham Jr. They already have Rashad Bateman. So it's not like it's just him and a bunch of bumps. Yeah. I mean, it felt like for three months on ESPN, the only thing you'd see about the Ravens was like Lamar wants out. Yeah, where's yeah. Lamar going? Like, yeah, that's all you saw. It was like yesterday that was happening. Yeah, and now here he is back, paid with, with the a same receiving, team, co- paid with a core. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ravens are scary. They could win the division, no doubt. Wow, did not think that was gonna come out of your mouth. <laughs> no doubt they could win the division. <laughs> Sadly, but it's the league. It's not like the Big Ten. Yeah. Or, you know, either Ohio State's winning it or Michigan's winning it. Yeah, that's facts. Last guy I want to name before we get off here. Actually, two guys. And I got to bring up Darnell Washington. Because I was at Steelers training camp a couple weeks ago. Guys, he was taken 
late or third round. This guy's a freak, and he was a steal. This yeah. guy's going to be really good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I don't know if it's going to be right away, and I don't know what type of impact he's going to make in fantasy for those who play. But I know he's going to be huge for them running the football, even passing the football when they need him to block. He's going to be a terrific blocker. And he's already a fantastic receiver. I mean, I can't remember who they were practicing with this past week, but a lot of people were giving a lot of love to Darnell Washington yeah. because of it all his all-around talent. I mean, he's just a he's a freak. He's a freak. Yeah. Yes. He's different. He's the he, biggest dude on the field and he's a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. He's 6'7. Yeah. 6'7, <laughs> 280, and he plays tight end. And that doesn't mean I don't think they're gonna use Pat Fryermuth. I think they're definitely gonna use both tight ends within their offense. Yeah. But this guy's just too good to not eventually get involved. So he's definitely a guy to look out for. Georgia, man, they They killed the they draft. Got, <laughs> They really did. They had like 12 guys. And they got another tight end coming next year. Brock Bowers? Brock Bowers. I, see, I hate Georgia fans. I see so many Everyone posts. always thought he was even better. People, you know? yeah. Well, people think that Brock Bowers is the Georgia fans. think Brock Bowers is the best tight end to ever play in college football and that he should be drafted over Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I and saw that. Everyone thinks he should go number two. That's outrageous. I agree 100%. It's outrageous. I agree 100%. God, I hope some people have that though. NFL scouts are fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> if he goes number two, if Marvin Harrison doesn't go, tell the world two, what they need to know right now about Marvin Harrison. He's a generational talent, probably the best receiver we've seen in college football in the past ten years. He, he you know, how many yards did he have last year as a sophomore? A ton. He would have been the second pick in the draft as a, as a twenty year old if he was allowed to go. He's an, he's an NFL receiver playing against, you know, college guys. He's going to be the best receiver in the NFL in five years. Less. Four. <laughs> Three. I love that. Actually, maybe as a rookie, dude. Maybe. Like, I whatever think team he goes to, unless it's like, you know, a team with Devontae Adams, Jamar, Justin Jefferson. 1,200 Outside, receiving yards. But if, if he goes to. 14 touchdowns. Yeah. You know, he's going to go number two. No matter what team he goes to, he's going to be their wide receiver one off the bat. Yeah. As soon as they make the phone call. Yeah. And I agree hundred percent. And he should be. That's the type of guy he is. I agree a hundred percent. Six four, two ten, runs a four three forty, has a forty eight inch vertical. I mean, there's nothing better. If it wasn't for him getting hurt, we would have won it all. ESPN scouts or NFL scouts think he's the best player in the draft class, but you know, Caleb Moon is a quarterback, so he's yeah. gonna go first. Yeah. But I think Marvin Harrison's got the best player in the class. Music to my ears, boy. Yeah. With that being said, I mean, that'll do it for this week's episode. Football season's right around the corner. Not even that. It's here. It's here with college football week zero starting this weekend and the NFL just two weeks away. It's the best time of the year. It's the best time of the year. Football season. Go watch Caleb Williams Saturday. San Jose State. Should be an ass whooping. <laughs> And then what's the other game you wanted to mention as well? can't remember. Florida-Utah next Thursday. Florida-Utah next Thursday. Thursday night. That's going to be a fun one. Battle of the Urban Meyer schools. <laughs> Who you got? Utah. Utah's going to win the football game. They got their same quarterback? Cameron Rising? Utah? I th- uh, probably. 
The one guy they don't have is Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. He was a beast. He was. Well, he was a he's beast. going to make a big impact for the Bills this year, and if they're going to be really good, yeah. then he's going to be a piece of it. Yeah. But with that being said, that's going to do this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.